I love the playoffs. Anything can happen. But the best part? It's like bonus football. And bonus football means betting bonuses with Gambit DC. For a limited time, get up to a 57% multi-sport parlay boost on the Gambit DC app, online, or at any Gambit DC retail location throughout the district. It's the most exciting time to be a fan. So make your play and get the home field advantage with Gambit DC. Limited time offer, terms and conditions apply. Please buy responsibly. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, introducing the greatest top 10 show, The Movie Mount Rushmore, featuring the one AJ Anthony Jordan, the UK's favorite film critic, Nico Duro, the silver screen dude. Screeners, how you doing? It's myself, the one AJ, Anthony Jordan. I'm feeling much better this week. Me too, Nico Luro. I mean... It's more cheerful. It's more cheerful, but we have to be honest. We have to be honest. At the time of recording, we are still in a state of panic. Hopefully... 100%. Hopefully, we won't be at the time of release. But that's where we currently are at. But yes, we are trying to be more cheerful. Moving onwards. Yes. And upwards. Hey! Onwards and upwards. But I, I'm going to put a small disclaimer out there. There are two films that I'm going to apologise. One I saw halfway, and another one I still haven't had the chance to see. Which are? Well, you're going to mention them, I'm sure. I'm but sure, but which are they? I'm halfway through Wally. Uh, whoa. Oh. Yeah, 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 exactly. <laughs> oh, shit. And I still didn't get a chance to touch up, which really hurts, because that's another film I've really... I've heard so much greatness about it, but again, like you were very honest last week, I'm not going to lie and be like, yes, I know that film, and yeah, yeah, uh, Nick, take it away. No. It just time didn't catch the better in. time got the better in me and I didn't want to see them but they are on Damn. the list because as you said as you have said many times you haven't said it yet but you will say it because it's one of your lines Pixar is the studio that does no wrong they don't there are some that you could debate there are some which are less good than others yeah but they're a powerhouse studio they are the best studio in the business nowadays here here they yeah. really are yeah they, they've they don't, don't care well. that they're an, an animation studio. It's not the point. Do you know what's really funny, actually, which, which really caught my eye? I mean, there's two things. One, that you've just put up another trailer in our group. Souls. Yeah. Looks that, fucking that, amazing. That looks amazing. But you know what was even caught me before? is You you know you want to make sure you haven't missed anything. So yeah, I yeah, went yeah. to Wikipedia and I checked the list. Uh, was it Wikipedia? Or it could even have been IMDb. One of the two. They've done a lot. But it's even the shorts look like, I'm interested you're only eight shorts minutes. Shorts are so good. You're only eight minutes long, but I'm I'm down. Like I'm yeah. I need to check. The shorts are phenomenal. Yeah, they've they've done a lot oh, of work. The little volcano is so good, or the story of the bow, or and I love it. Their 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 shorts are so fucking on point. It's ridiculous. No, will be will be. They will be visited. They will be visited for sure. Please do. Yes. I mean, not much to add. Should we just crack straight on? Uh, well, I mean, it's in honour of Onwards. It is in honour of Onwards. Tom Holland has got two movies out at the moment, both of which are animes. Yeah. Um, spies and Spies and, yeah. and he's teamed up with Will Smith and Chris Pratt. He's doing good. He's doing good. Well not done. bad for a man in his young, early no, 20s. I know. Get I know. Nothing <laughs> <laughs> no, but love for Tom. Oh, I love Tom. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cool. Um, right. Is it safe to bring it back? We're hopeful. 
So for those of you tuning in for the first time, thank you so much for joining us. Please be sure to follow the Movie Mount Rushmore on Twitter at MovieMTRushmore. Please be sure to follow the Silver Screen Dudes on Instagram at Silver Screen Dudes. And please be sure to leave a five-star rating on iTunes for your favorite podcast, the Movie Mount Rushmore. You can find the Movie Mount Rushmore on all uh, normal podcast providers, including Spreaker, Stitcher, Spotify, iHeartRadio, and all on all iOS and Android podcast platforms. How does the movie Matt Rushmore work? AJ and I each get assigned a topic, we go our separate ways, we come back in studio and we deliver to you the Silver Screen Dudes, our individual top tens. AJ will go, no, this week, I yes, will go first. Are. I will go first delivering my bottom three, AJ will then deliver his bottom three, I will deliver my next two, AJ will deliver his next two, then we will trade one apiece. If at any time while we are rounding off our individual top tens, one person has a movie in a high position, that person will say, punt! And we will punt and talk about that movie when we get to the high position. Once we have both rounded off our individual top ten lists, we will create the movie Mount Rushmore. These are the four quintessential diverse musty movies of the genre, which this week is Pixar movies. You got a friend in me. Indeed. Cool. Okay. Waiting for me then. So, yes. <laughs> number, don't know why it's paused there. My number ten. Um, one that I think is not only underrated, but I think gets an unfair treatment. Probably because this follow-up was really bad. Um, and the third was a bit vanilla. But I've got a soft spot for this one. I think I'm going to say punt. Go. Cars. Yeah. Punt? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um, my number nine. Again, people did not gravitate towards this one either. Now, it had a ton of pr production problems. It got delayed, delayed, delayed. But... Okay, do you remember when we saw Despicable Me 3 and we were noticing the texturing? Yeah. And we were like, not a great film, but fuck me, the texturing. I have never seen texturing, including in Despicable Me, um, texturing as good as in this movie. And that's The Good Dinosaur. Okay. Again, another one that I missed. I know you and Zany were very big fans of this film. And I really like this film. So, okay, it, it's... What if the meteorite had never hit Earth and dinosaurs had continued, continued living? Now, they don't do like they do in, like, uh, is it Zootropolis, where the animals actually have, you know, suits and they have jobs yeah, yeah, and all yeah. that. No, no, they don't go to that level. But this essentially picks up with the dinosaurs still alive and, you know, the, the family in question, they're uh, farmers, okay? But they're not farmers, you know, dressing in farm gear. They're still just normal dinosaurs. They just happen to have a farm that they're running, right? So they're plowing the fields, as you would expect a dinosaur to plow a field, you know, pulling, <laughs> yeah. pulling a plow along. They stockpile corn in a silo. The kind of rite of passage is you get to put your paw print on the silo when you can stand up on your two back legs. The dinosaurs in question, I believe they're apatosauruses, which are a long neck breed. I'm showing my shit here. Okay, no um, now's the time. Basically, Arlo, who is the main character, gets, uh, during a storm, gets separated um, from his family. His father, if I'm not mistaken, actually dies in the storm. This is all very early on, because, of course, it's a Pixar slash Disney movie. Parents yeah. are not safe. No, no. Parents are sell, certainly sell them, not sell safe. Them safe yeah. So, pretty sure, if I'm not mistaken, that the father dies. Um, Arlo in... And the father... Ah, here we go, here we go, here we go. So, there's a little human who infiltrates the camp, essentially. Tiny little, like, caveman. Right? Like baby caveman. Um, and it's 
can't remember how, but it's because of him, I believe, that the father dies. Then he shows up again and Arlo chases him. And that's when he gets separated, you know, and can't find his way home. And then they form this unlikely alliance together to try and get home. He's separ- The little human is separated from his family. He doesn't talk. He's talks and growls and whatnot. The dinosaurs do talk. Um, the human's been separated from his tribe, so to speak, and Arlo's been separated from his family. So they've got that common, you know, bond. They've got that common um, seek. They're, they're seek problem seek, that they yeah. have to that they have to overcome. There's some quite good voice acting in here. John Goodman makes an appearance in here. Um, um, what's his name with the crooked nose? Um, one of the Owen brothers. Oh God, I got Michael Owen on my list. Wilson. Wilson, Luke, Owen, Luke Wilson. Owen Wilson. Owen yeah. Wilson. Oh, man. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, so, yeah, he makes an appearance as a voice cast in here as one of the Pteranodons. But what they did that was so exquisite in this film was the texturing. So the details on the leaves, the details on the water. Like, it's not photoreal the way Jungle Book is. It's animated Doing yes, 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 yes. If which that makes Pixar sense. have done really well over the years. Never like this, bro. Like this is insane. The level of details they've gone to on this, and there is like in every Pixar, there's that one moment that will make you reach for the Kleenex. And I'm not talking about to jerk off, you dirty motherfuckers. <laughs> <laughs> no, please don't. Because I know there's been oh, so reach for the Kleenex. No, not like that. I mean, cry like real men do. A good, proper cry. I've heard it is emotional. You're not alone. There is one moment where they... Uh, and it's all without words. It's it's almost as a silent movie. They're using twigs to sort of show... Different sized twigs to show their place within the tribe. And then they knock the twigs over to show which members of the family have died. And they have a little cry together. And it fucking moves you. It really moves you. Now, The Good Dinosaur, mate. Underrated fucking film. I liked it cool. a lot. My number eight, one which I think people make too much of a fuss about. Still very good. It's in the list. But people, oh, it's the best Pixar movie. No, it's not. It's very fun, though. Ratatouille. It will come up later in the list. Meaning? Say the word. Punt. Okay. Yeah. Okay, I think I know where you're going. Yeah. Really? Okay. Yeah. Okay, fair enough. Your number 10? My number 10. Because it lost to me in the battle between Pixar and DreamWorks. A Bug's Life. Honourable. Honourable, okay. It did lose. Yeah. It definitely (laughs) lost. Ants was a better film. Ants was the one. They had a very similar concept and it actually created... I think it was was the war, isn't it, that that came up of your digital animation... Obviously, someone came first. This was the second from Pixar. And it it just missed the beat. It just didn't have the, the, grit. the groundwork that, that Ants had. Ants had a very... It, it's like they'd swapped st- studios for once. Because where Pixar normally give you that education... Yes no. no, but when I say that, it's that in the sense of Pixar normally give you that kind of based on reality, grounded a bit... You know, Ants talked... To, Okay, it's still, it's still animation, so it's going to be somewhat unreal. But it talks about the an army within the ants, a potential war between insects. You know, that's what ants gave you. Whereas a bug's life was, 
it wasn't that. It was just different. You just had this element of a Stop bug. shitting on it and start promoting <laughs> no, 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 it. No, it's a good film, but it... How can I say it? It's the story of Flick, the bug who's just... Flick, that's it. <laughs> I only remember that because I actually got someone a toy because they had it as a kid and they've not had it for a while and I was like, I'll find that. And it was like, oh, Flick. And it's, you know, the... the he is an ant for himself. He's an ant, yeah. yeah. On his journey and conquest. It it was fun. It was fun. As a kid, I did enjoy it. But then you had that comparison game forever going on. And it was there. But it is a good film. I, I, I'm sure most kids of this generation probably have seen it. It also feels like the forgotten Pixar movie at times. Big time. It really feels like the forgotten Pixar. And I, as you can see, I am probably working off a of muscle memory with these where the others are very ingrained for me the rest on my list but I was like it needs it needs that promotion and it needs to be mentioned it, it's early Pixar I do have quite fond memories of A Bug's Life I like the circus you know with the ladybug and the stick insect and the rhino beetle yeah. I thought that was all quite fun I like the fact that the grasshoppers were the enemies and they were coming to harvest food and the ants were trying to stop them like, yeah. there, was, there was a cute story there but as, if you said it perfectly it's very much the forgotten Pixar yeah. film yeah, yeah. So that, that's where that one stays for me, Fair. sadly. Okay. My number nine, because, and I'm doing this one because it got more stick than it deserved. I could have done many other films, but this one was a sequel that got quite a lot of stick, and I actually enjoyed it. Finding Dory. Yeah. Exactly. Everyone said, it's not as good. It's, it's not. not as good. And Real talk, it's not. But I had a laugh. I watched it, and I was like... Why are people really get? Because people were like, "Forget it, this is a failure. It sucks." And I was like, "No, no, no, it doesn't suck. It just it never, I just never recaptured I, the magic. It, it didn't. It, it didn't. But it also, I think that's what it tried to do. I think a lot of people expected it to recapture the magic when it was like, "Well, I am my own film. Yes, I'm a character from that film, but it, it had something." And I was like, "I enjoyed it. It was. I'm not going to be like. I'm not going to wave the flag like this. It's nine. Yeah. Can I tell you the problem I had with it? Go. And it's a problem which I cannot ever remember, and I literally said it a moment ago, a problem I cannot ever remember Pixar or even Disney ever being afraid to do. I feel like they they were pussies when they made this film. Let me explain. Elaborate, yeah. Yeah, yeah. They lacked the balls to give the finish that would make you reach and cry. Right? I'm going to have to spoil the ending here. I have so- to. Hold on, without doing a spoiler, I'm going to go with this. You believe... No, because, yeah, no, I'm seeing what you're saying. Are you saying the ending should have been a lot like the beginning of its predecessor? Yes. The seashells should not have led to the eventuality. Mm. I'm speaking vague here. For those of you, who, avoid, haven't, for those of you who haven't seen it, I'm doing it so that, you know, I don't ruin the fair, ending for you. For those of you who have... Imagine what she found at the end of the seashells was just like, you know, what she wanted to see. So a vision, but then it turned out that the reality was actually just not that. So there's the remains of clearly what was laying the seashells. Mm. There's the remains that they were still obviously trying to find her. But, you know, she's a, she, 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 she left them when she was a baby, for fuck's sake. Don't get me wrong. So they could part. not... No, mm. no. Like, the moment, that was the moment where you've built up this whole movie now to her finding something. 
And the moment's come where you've needed to take the really ballsy decision, which is far more educational to kids to be like, it, there is not always that pot of gold at the end of the rainbow. Yeah. Or in this case, what you were looking for at the end of the seashells. Because that's essentially what it was. It was a pot of, the end, uh, pot yeah, of gold yeah, yeah. at the I end of the rainbow. That. And they gave you the pot of gold at the end of the rainbow. I was like, that just feels so anti-Pixar. And that was the moment I saw that. And I was like, really? Do you know what it is? Pixar can give you... Pixar can traumatise you in the beginning, yeah? Have they really done it in your ending? Fuck yes, they have. Fuck yes, they yeah, have. Yeah, but it is bittersweet, not bitter. And I think that's the difference. You can have but a the bittersweet... Bitters- no, it can be bittersweet. She had... I can't fucking say this part without giving away the ending. She's found something else. True. That's what True. the point is, is to not... You know, the, to the, be fair, it's where I wanted it to go. They really could have gone down the route of don't look back, look forward. Don't look at what you had, look at what you have. Yeah, I'll give you that. And I'll they really, that. for me, I was like, oh, you've dropped the ball hard. Yeah. I'll give you that. I will give you that. And that's why I was like, it's not a bad film. I, I mean, it's a travesty. No, it's not. It's a well-made film. I, I but felt the, the ending, need to defend it. That was my thing with this one. That's fine. But they you cannot argue that they bitched no, out. No, I will give you that. They were pussies you, about that ending. That. Yeah, I will Absolutely give you that. bitched out. So that Fair was enough. your... That was my nine. That was your nine. Your eight? This is... One of the newer ones. Coco. Mm-hmm. Uh, punt. Okay. Cool. Oh, my number seven. Get ready to say punt. <laughs> the Incredibles. Punt. <laughs> my number six was the punt from just now Coco okay cool lovely film very nice very nice and what I like about this one it opened my eyes to a tradition I'm not familiar with and a culture I'm not yeah, familiar that, yeah, with yeah more to the point yeah. yeah a culture and tradition that I'm just not familiar with and it it's one of those things that okay it's the other studio so it's not going to come up like Moana you know like a family who are meant to be taken out it's not the other studio it's all Disney well, it's all Disney but it's not Pixar Wreck it Ralph She's from the other studio. <laughs> <laughs> so I know. But it was that point where, you know, like in Moana, it's like they don't set sail. Why does this family not set sail when they should? It's like this one. Like it, It's so much part of your culture. Why, why are you so against the music playing and stuff like that? And then it just develops into something that's so unfounded. I really, I had fun with it. I was, it opened my eyes to a lot. And you're like, okay. Coco was wonderful. I actually thought, because one of the movies I'm going to bring up a bit later, I thought was really guilty of bowing to public pressure. And if recent films, Rise of Skywalker being a prime example, are anything to go by, is that do not fucking bow to public pressure. Make your own fucking film. And I thought Coco, because people will, whenever you gain success at anything, you become more in the public eye, of course, and people raise a load of accusations at Pixar. There's not enough women in your roles. There's not enough, you know, ethnicities in your roles. To which they answered. And the moment I saw the trailers, the trailers were not that good for this. No, 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 really no, no, no. weren't. It was a stumble upon for me. I'll be honest. Yeah, the when trailers. I saw it, I stumbled when you upon see it. Inside Out, when you see Souls, Toy Story, not Toy Story Four, but when you see the trailers for them, they're always like, oh, "This looks fucking great." Souls that's come out now, the trailers look fucking great already this one i was like i feel like i'm not the target demographic for this i'll see it because it's pixar yeah but there's something that's not sitting right with me all of that gone 
Yeah. Did not matter. And it wasn't me being like culturally, you know, closed or anything like that. It was nothing to do with that. The trailers just didn't work for me. But my God, I did. Do you know what's funny? I've become a big fan of Mexico since seeing this movie. Do you know what was really funny about Coco? Is my aunt saw me watching it and happened to just sit with me and watch it. She was like, this, this. You know when you're passing by and you stop, then you sit, then you're in. That's what happened to her. She was like, this is actually really interesting. Yeah. And that's what Coco does. It showed so many interesting things. Again, see, this is one where they had balls, whereby, you know, they were talking about looking forward, not looking back at what you had, but what do you currently have? I love the little... There's more than one, actually, but the little plot twists that happen. Who's the good guy? Who's the bad guy? Oh, fuck, you thought that about him? Well, let me tell you this about him. The music was wonderful. Very nice. Wonderful. I love the honouring of the mariachi culture. I thought that was... Beautiful. I thought, how do you bring something like the Day of the Dead to life? Like this. I was like, (laughs) that shit's cool. How do you do something like, which is almost considered racial stereotyping now, you know, like a piñata. You know, it is racial stereotype. You think piñata now, and I know there's going to be tons of people going, well, that's a bit culturally insensitive or racist. It's like, well, it exists. It's a thing. It's not like it's a thing. But, you know, the way the piñatas in that that world were kind of like the the fucking animals. So that's why we honor them that way in real life. It's like, these are living motherfucking things. Like, they'll wreck your shit. Like the big kind of griffin motherfucker. Yeah, yeah, I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. this shit's cool. It was, it was. This it really shit's was. really cool. And it was like, not, you know, it's colourful in a way that I hadn't seen for the longest time. Very, very. Really pretty. Yeah. Really pretty movie. And just love the music in it. Nah, big time. It was nice. It was really nice. It's warming. It's a Remember very warm me. Film. You know, it's, a, <laughs> yeah. it's wonderful film. Nah, yeah, big time. So that was my six. So over to your seven. This was the one we punted on, your number ten. Cars. Underrated, right? Very much. I get. You know, I have a friend. Luke Wilson. A family yeah. friend. Yes, I think it was. Well, yeah. McQu- yeah, yeah, yeah. McQuinn, it was Luke Wilson. And, um, what? Owen Wilson, sorry. It is Owen. Is it? No. Who is the blonde with the crooked nose? I always mix them up. Is it Luke or Owen? I'm sure it's Owen. It is Owen. Yes, it is Owen. 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 It is Owen, 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 Owen Wilson. For sure, 100% Owen. Yeah. Um, what got to me with this one was. I have a friend, family friend, so older generation to myself, but she had younger kids than myself and younger than my brother, actually. Yeah. She's like, oh, have you seen Cars? You need to watch it. You'll love Mater. And oh, everyone, yeah. you know, Cars, there's only so much you can do with a car, you know. Boy, was I wrong. Boy, was I wrong. Mm. You actually were able to create a town and a, a, a story behind it. And what I love was some of the, the lines, the, the innuendos and stuff. That, and I was like, this is actually quite funny. I found myself giggling more. She just wants me for my body. <laughs> <laughs> the one I always remember was for the Piston Cup. The what hit his cup? <laughs> you know, like, there were just these innocent things that you're like, ooh, I like that. And they, it, it really built something. And it's that, you know, the, the hot shot and being humbled. There, was, there were lessons in cars. And I, I know what you mean. The rest weren't as greatly appreciated. But... It's a franchise that's out there, but doesn't get the the love it sometimes deserves. No, it doesn't. It, I, I I liked the way that they essentially it was it was kind of an ode to you know the old school road trip along Route sixty six, yeah. wasn't it? And you could tell that Lasseter had obviously had some sort of affinity for you know the quintessential 
Midwest American road trip, go, yeah. or Southwest, I should say, American road trip. Because, you know, that valley, you know, what, what they call it, Radiator Springs, looks like something straight out of, like, you know, Grand Canyon slash Utah, sure. Arizona area. Yeah. You know, it's stunningly beautiful. Um, and I like this kind of big city guy coming to the country. That story's always it's worked. Always Tale as old as time. Um, and Paul Newman, man. Yeah. Paul Newman in his last yeah, role. Yeah, yeah. Like, <laughs> all hail the great Paul Newman. But then, you know, coming back and sort of reclaiming the throne of what's yours is kind of weirdly a bit of a Lion King vibe to yeah, it. Yeah, I was going to say, yeah. Yeah, 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 it does. It's, it's, it's weird. It's got a, it has something to it, isn't it? That, mm. that journey and re- coming back, coming back to yours. And it, uh, it's, the races were well done. Well, not as well done as in Cars 3. The races in that were fucking brilliant. Good point, good point. Um, but Cars 3 felt very vanilla compared to this, I thought. I've enjoyed them all, but I can see it wavering. Don't get me wrong. I would never... Two was silly. That was the love story, right? And the... Two was with Mater. Like, they put him front and centre. Like, that, that, Do you know what it was? Oh. It's because they, they... Because of the character... I suppose it's kind of like when you went with Dory. Instead of calling... You couldn't call it the Mater story. People were like... <gasps> The secondary character, he's loved. Let's let's push, and it was yeah, and that's where they kind of lost audience and fans mm. and support. I think that's what it is. Sometimes it's like, how do we tell a story? Let's do this to make it, you know, this is how we put a spin on it, and that's where yeah, two became what it was. They did get away with quite a bit of racial profiling with cars, no? The There's Cadillac a, bit, eh, hey, man. <laughs> my name is, is Ramon, man. How you doing, eh? You like my old paint job? I say, look at the flames, man. It's like... Even Cars yes, 1, man. you know, the, the Italian wheels and the... the no, but I'm yeah, referring yeah, to Cars yeah, 1. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, yeah. It's true, yeah. That was in Cars 1 as well. Yeah, yeah. Ramon. Yeah. And <laughs> fire Cadillac. These are real tires. Yeah. He's like, come on, yeah. All of that. I but, love the fact that they got Michael Schumacher as the voice talent for that little split moment. Yeah. That yeah, was yeah, class. Yeah. Schumacher, man. Yeah. That's so sad, isn't it? So sad. We don't even want to get into it on Twitter. We don't even know what to say yet. We don't even know, you know. Fuck Hamilton. Shumi is the goat. Yeah, yeah. You can't deny that. Schumacher, Schumacher created a legacy, man. A legacy. It's not all about stats. Because based on that, then LeBron is the best basketball player ever. MJ. I, I still hold that flag. Some would say our recently passed Mr. Bryant was the GOAT, but I, I, I hold No, 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 no. There's a lot out there. No, that, 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 God rest his soul. No, no, but people have said it before. I'm, I, that I would say. No, absolutely not. MJ for life, mate. Likewise, I would go with that. Okay, sir. That, but that was your seven, yeah? Yes. Oh, so it's over to me, yeah? Yeah, no, you're, it's you're six. You're six. Did you say you're six? Coco. Okay, yes, of course, yeah. Sorry, that was, yeah. What's wrong with I'm you? I'm just making sure... My bottom three, your bottom three. My next yeah. two, your next two. Sure, good. Mm. Right, okay. I went with Monsters, Inc. Is my five. Okay, cool. So, let's have a quick word from the left. <laughs> <laughs> Much like last week, we've got the little six-five situation. Have a little word from the Lexi here, guys. Hey, Silver Screen dudes and fans of the Movie Mount Rushmore podcast. Uh, I'm Dave. I'm from the Lexi Cinema on Chamberlain Road, uh, London's greatest independent social enterprise cinema. 100% of our profits go to charity. Now, we're a first-run cinema showing the latest releases, but we also do a lot of community screenings. And we are currently fundraising for a second screen, or what we're calling 
the hub. Now, an example of some of the stuff that we do at the moment is Black History Studies, women-only refugee film clubs, Cinemates, Cinegems, which is for seniors and the hard of hearing. Uh, we've got the Lexi Film School, which we started back in 2018. Uh, Sign for All, which is uh, screenings especially for deaf people. And relaxed screenings, which are aimed towards families and kids on the autistic spectrum. Now, what we want to be able to do is have more of those screenings. And with a second screen, there is so much more that we'd be able to do. So we'd love you to help us fundraise for that. So please visit uh, the website, which is spacehive.com forward slash the Lexi Hub. You can find a link to that in the description. We're fundraising until May the 25th, so please do head there. And please be sure to follow the Movie Mount Rushmore podcast on Twitter, where you'll be able to see all of the Lexi programming and everything that they're doing. And we're back in the room. So, yes, guys talking back in the room there is a room you need to see and that is the room in the lexi and you can also help them build the second room link in the description room. it is in there again we've said it every week and we will not stop saying it until the campaign is over and you will still hear us talk the lexi after that actually for sure because it, it it's great stuff going on there great stuff going on there um just support it while you can um it, it's a great cause i i really believe in cinema this is obviously what we talk about week in, week out. Absolutely. And it, it's just nice to see a local cinema just hanging in there, putting the fight in and expanding. In times where it may not be so easy to expand, they are still doing it. So shout out to the Lexi. Keep, on, keep up with the good work. That's the one. Right. Right. Zero six my five, Monsters, Inc. Monsters, Inc. This. So now, good. So good. Now, we, I, what you talked about in The Good Dinosaur... Here's where we have to bow. This is where we have to take the origin. Sully. The fur. The movement. This was the first time digital animation was able to create that motion and flowing of fur. And by God, did they do it well in this. I mean, it's gone from strength to strength. But that was something. That was never seen or done before. And that's just the tip of the iceberg of this. I mean, this film... I remember thinking... Again, you know, kind of like Coco, you're like, oh, I don't know if this is for me. You know, you're at a certain age and you're like, I'm not really here for monsters and, you know, a big furry bear and a one-eyed short dude. Like, well, what am I watching? Really? But then you are. But then you are. And you're taken in. And then the story is something that's so unique. It's not only so unique, but it's an explanation of the age-old urban myth that every kid has. Yeah. Monster in the closet slash monster under the bed. Yeah. We've all, as a child, had that monster. Yeah. And if you haven't, it's because you've grown up in the digital age and you should be ashamed of yourself. But I don't know. I, just, I don't even know if that happens, if it would change it, because I think there's just that inherent fear of the dark that some, I mean, of course, some grow out, you know. No, 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 no. It's yeah. beyond dispute. Put so, yeah, here, here's the big test put someone in a dark room. No, do you know what the test for me is, actually? I'll, you, do, uh, you do yours in a moment. But I, the test for me. Yeah. You know how comfy I am underwater. There's something called black water diving. Okay. Right. Not night diving. Night diving doesn't bother me because night diving, by proxy, is you're essentially in shallow water, ten, twelve meters. I know that might seem like a lot for you. But <laughs> ten, twelve meters. You know, you're right by the bottom. You've got a big old flashlight. Black water diving. This is some freaky shit. I've been invited to do it and to film it. I'm still not sure I'm comfy doing it. They essentially drop you in the middle of the ocean no bottom like deep deep water at night pitch black no lights 
And the reason you're doing that, the only light you're allowed is a tiny little light on your shoulder so that you can monitor your depth. So you can monitor your depth. And the reason you do it is because when you drop off uh, on top of like an abyss at night, all the weird and wonderful creatures, you've seen it on Blue Planet, I'm sure, come up and start to light up. Now to film that is fucking awesome. To be in black water with no point of reference scares the living shit out what of me. What is the other thing that you talked about with underwater where you can't tell up from down? You get vertigo underwater, you can. You lose sense of direction. Um, there was another thing you called it once, I can't remember, but that, oh, don't get me wrong, that still scares the shit out of me. That, that, yeah, I, I could never Black water that. diving, and you know, fuck, I mean, you know what I used to yeah, do, yeah, for fuck's yeah, sake. Yeah, yeah. Like, diving for me, it's like breathing, you know, it's second nature. Black water diving, But again, I could just imagine the colours that you would see. But again, I totally understand why you haven't done Floating it. Floating in black water in the middle of the night with no point of reference. I don't know why. And I put it down to what you've just said about our fear of the dark. It scares you, the you, shit out you of just, me. You just, it's what you, again, I think we talked about it last week and we could talk about it many times. It's sometimes what isn't seen on screen creates enough and it's the images in your head. You're like, well, this could go right, but it could also go wrong. Yes, and it's that it could go wrong so that's why you know even if it wasn't a monster you think someone's there and you know as they the, the, the age old saying is things that go bump in the night yeah. so you're there and you just hear the smallest creak and you're like what was that yeah and now it starts to play on you but is it a monster even if you think it's a robber or a, you know you, you just think like it's a villain it's a criminal what the hell who's here why am I hearing that why am Bro. I feeling this I've seen videos of it online of, of people like experienced divers like myself having a proper freak out. Um, like, you know, that you've got like the, um, the, the zip on your wetsuit. Yeah. The, that's on the back. That, that's got a piece of string on it. Cause obviously if it's just the zip, it's hard to do up yourself, but all wetsuits, if they've got a back zip, have got like a string on it so you can zip it up. They tell you apparently on the briefing, like tuck that shit in because apparently like people are there and if the zip touches them, and you know you're in the pitch black. It feels like something is just rubbed up against oh, your face. It's like ah no 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 no. no, no, no. no, no, no. Oh man. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like yeah, fuck that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's, that's something. That's something. But yes, back to Monsters Inc. Yes. I don't get me wrong. University was nice. The backstory of how they met and this what was you. the one. But this is the one that caught me. And you know, it's just the sheer fact. I mean, okay. It's a spoiler. Why do they need to scare kids? Why? Not because they're bad people. Energy. It's energy. This is the way we get it. This yeah. cra- it you know. It's a nice it's little like, analogy yeah. about global warming. That's yeah. essentially what you it know. is. I mean, essentially, think of it. It's, yeah, it's like a solar panel. Like You scare them, she screams, it's there. It's, it's natural. Yeah. It's all natural energy that's come out in a way. What's even nicer is how you discover an alternative way. <laughs> an alternative yeah. energy source. See? Yeah. It's and a it's, great analogy. It really is. And... I mean, it's very old and not a spoiler, but there was a Great lot of Great voice cast. Yeah. John Goodman, John Billy Goodman. Crystal, Steve Buscemi. Um, you're <sighs> trying to rack your head at who Steve Buscemi played. No, 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 no. I'm trying to think who's not, if there's anyone else left. Um, I'm sure there is, but I can't think of them off the top of my head. Why do I picture Billy Crystal? Because I said Billy Crystal. He's did, Mike, yeah, yeah, he is, Mike yeah. Wazowski. He is, yeah. No, yeah, we had him, yeah. That's it. Yeah. I was just thinking, we did say that, yeah. yeah. We said but the training too. Twins in the back. <laughs> <laughs> and it, another thing which you have to love, and we, we talked about it with Big Picture Film Club. I'm sure we're going to talk about it again later on. It's those little bits that we've all had a vision of a monster in our head. They've shown you as many possible varieties of monsters in this. And... Yeah, so maybe I wasn't crazy. This is it. This is what they were doing. This is what they look like. This is why they scare me. Again, down to the training. It's very well put together. Very it really well is. Together. 
It's a hell of a ride, too, the way they go in the human world and they bring her back and they're trying to hide her. And then they get banished and they run into the abominable snowman. Yeah, and yeah. I love that fucking chase with all the doors at the end. That was like a roller coaster time, ride. Time. That was fun. That so was cool. Fun. Yeah. So, so, so yeah, cool. It's done very well. Um, As no. Pixar do. Yeah, right. So that was your six. That was my five. Uh, so what's your five? Brave. That would be a punt. Okay. Good. Because I think the last time we spoke, you hadn't seen it. It's not the sort of punt you're thinking. Ah, okay, fair enough. Okay. So that's your five. My four, the predecessor to the one you've mentioned, Finding Nemo. Good, my number four. Good man. <laughs> yes, as I said. Ne- Made for me! <laughs> yeah, we, we literally just spoke about you in the dive. <laughs> Second nature. Um, yeah, I, I defended Dory, Finding Dory. Finding Nemo is one of those. You know, if you're ever going to talk it, it falls in that top four situation. Um, always, in terms of Pixar, it, it it's got it's got everything. You know, it's got the heartbreak, it's got the adventure, it's got the comedy. It's underwater. It's a different take. You know, it's a different take. It's and it's a wild journey. You know, you're talking at one end of the town to others, and as much as we know Nemo's not dead, and you know his dad fears it and doesn't know what's happening. There's that life. You know. In their natural habitat, in a fish tank. In, in determination, Nemo always had strong determination as well, which you got to have. The strength that his father finds. There were so many different elements of finding Nemo. It's beginning to end a wonderful story about family. I think you've definitely got elements of mental disorder displayed in there with... Um, I mean, Marlon clearly has PTSD. Mm. Like, that's beyond mm. doubt. Mm. They portray that so well in his overprotectiveness of Nemo. You know, that they, they show, you know, what it is like to grow up and start to rebel against your parents and start to want to experience things for the own time, uh, for, for, for yourself. But obviously that's done in a very Pixar-ish way, but you can read between yeah. the lines of what they're trying to achieve. I love the way that they found sort of new stereotypes for the underwater world, you know, like uh, the, the eagle ray being the vessel by which all the the little fish get to school or the sharks being sort of advocates for fish safety. I was yeah. like, that's brilliant. I love everything about that. Yeah. Um, the jellyfish still being inherently fucking evil or... <laughs> I love the way they had John Ratzenberger, who's in all Pixar movies, come in as like the big school of fish going, hey, you know, it's, uh, you got to put it that way, huh? <laughs> yeah. Hey, you know, turn that frown upside down, you know? <laughs> the big school of fish, that was wonderful. The whale, that was so cool. Um, having Willem Dafoe play a, a fucking angry Moorish idol, I was like, yep, <laughs> like that. And can we all just say one word? Might. 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 Yeah. It, it, it's it a all, journey. Yeah, it really. It's is. a really, it's really good is. journey, and having Ellen DeGeneres play Dory was obviously yeah brilliant, yeah, classic, it's fucking brilliant, perfectly. And Albert Brooks, of course, playing Marlin. Um, I think one of the sharks, believe it or not, was played by Jeffrey Rush. Interesting. Could have been listening to the voice. I'm like, yeah, he's not usually like this, mate. <laughs> <laughs> um, And even the tip of the hat of calling the great white Bruce. I was like, well done. Well done. Everything. It was very well. Very well. Just this was a movie made not only for scuba divers, but made for movie fans. You know, because they had so many Easter eggs in it for all of these great movies. You know, even the the fucking eagle race singing. Well, a whale of a tale, I tell you. It's like, that shit's fucking 20,000 leagues under the sea. 
Like, yeah. they honoured Disney. They honoured they Disney. They really it did. Talking Bruce, mm. I've heard they got rid of the ride in Disney, in Universal. Good. It was a hell of a ride, man. Stop making people scared of sharks. <laughs> As Finding Nemo has stopped doing it. Yes. <laughs> They're the good guys. No Fish are friends, not food. They are the good guys. Cool. Right, that was my four, so my then five. your four, so my three. Yep. This was a hard one because it is a franchise and I didn't know which one to pick. Obviously, you know why I'm going with this, but I, I've gone with the one that's... I've gone with the one that made me cry. Toy Story 3. Punt. Okay. Punt. So your three? Inside Out. Is my two. Okay. Um, I remember just as we were screen testing, you mentioned this film to me. And I actually went home and I watched it, I think, that same day. Very, very, very well put together. So the well fact put together. that you have, you can display emotion is something that needs respecting. And so clever. That, that it was put together in a way that I, I would never have thought of the concept. Even when you first told me, I was like, okay, whatever. Not, not, not whatever, but okay, let me see. Yeah. And I saw it and I was like, this is good. Dude, this is good. It is mind boggling. This is good. Break it down to what it's like, not what it's about. I don't mean what the story's about. Break it down and not even what the theme's about. Break it down to the, just the basic construct of what they were trying to set out. Okay, we're Pixar Studios. We are now going to create a story, as we always do, about family, about finding your way home, which is literally in every one of their fucking films. Um, that is Pixar's thing, find your way home. But we are going to create a... Uh, we want to create a story about human emotion. Okay, let's decide on what human emotions we're going to have. We're going to have joy. We're going to have anger. anger. We're going to have uh, fear. We're going to have um, uh, uh, sorrow. Yeah. We're, you know, we're going to have... The basic five, uh, you know, disgust, yada, 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 right? We need to personify that shit. How are we going to do that? Okay. Now, within this personification of said human emotions, we need to create a world in which they inhabit. We're going to create this world using marbles and trains. Excuse me, what? Like... But you know, it's like... And it feels so lived in. Do you know, it's like you can take hints of being John Malkovich because you've got that kind of through the perspective of in the head. You've got elements of... I don't want to... I don't want to say split, but you know that kind of... That element where it's like, this person's in control. Now this one's in control. Yeah. It's so well put together. And even the way they show you how, as a baby, it starts with this. And then that creates this one. And, and that's that, your first feeling of that. And yeah, that and, that. and you're like... And then what transcends so cleverly is how the feelings are obviously interlinked with memories. Yeah. Enter Bing Bong. Yeah. Oh, Bing Bong. <laughs> Fucking oh, no, Bing no, Bong. No, 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 no. Oh, dude, I'm welling up now. <laughs> Fucking just thinking of Bing Bong hurts me. Take her to the... Fuck off. Take her to the moon. Every time that hurts me. And the, the, the theme being, you know, you don't want to, but your closest memories, eventually you let them go. Yeah. And that raises the greater question then. By letting memories go, are you letting the people that you love go? You know, there's all these fucking layers in this movie. It's so clever. 
And, and can I just say, one of the best movie scenes, this actually could have made my top, top ten moments that gave me goosebumps. Bing Bong could have been in there. Um, it's forgotten, actually, because it probably would have been. Yeah. It, it does give you... Oh, oh, fucking Bing Bong, man. But no, one of the best, cleverest, and funniest scenes I have seen for a long time was that scene at the dinner table. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, not yeah, only yeah, inside yeah. her brain, but inside mum and dad's brain too. Yeah, 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 yeah. That was and very like, good. She's she's signaling to us. What do we do? Did we get to take the trash out? Did we not do the dishes? <laughs> speak to us, woman. Speak. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. We left the Brazilian helicopter pilot for this. Come, fly with me. <laughs> you know? It was yeah. so clever. It's signal the husband. Signal the husband that something is wrong. It's like <laughs> no, it's good. It is so good because it shows it wasn't just her. You know, like like. Here's a throwback film, Drop Dead Friend. It's not that, it's just her imaginary friend. Everybody has the same emotions. They act differently, but they are the same things, and it's how it reacts per your brain. It's tops. It really is. And I love the way when it jumps into the dad's brain, there's just ESPN. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So clever. But the journey, literally, that joy and sorrow go on to get home. And again, and putting yourself out and talking about what was happening off screen back in Pixel Studios HQ, the person who pitched the film must have said, we need to end it showing mixed emotion. How do we do that? And it's like, yeah, how do you do that? I I suppose you have to end it on a level of every part of it. None can, you you need to be balanced. It's it's the balance, isn't it? Yes. Uh, Yeah. You need to have the yin and the yang. You need to have a, you know, a, a feeling of mixed emotion. It's like you remember something fondly, but by remembering it fondly, that inherently makes you sad because you no longer possess it. Like It is so fucking clever. Yeah. It, it, but of all the movies they've done, this is, this just, is yeah. the smartest yeah, yeah, yeah. by a long way. Yeah, no, it's, it's big. It's big. Oh, it's so good. It's such a good fucking film. So that was your three. Yes. My two. So your two. My number two, sir. Was The Incredibles. You had a feeling it would be. Fun. Just fun. It's the superhero world brought by Pixar. It was just... It was... There's not much... I mean, it's the Fantastic Four in a different way. It's the best Fantastic Four movie we've ever had. (laughs) This is it. This is it. I was kind of let down by two. Really? Just because we had too much expectation. Jack-Jack. It was fun. Jack Jack was amazing. Jack Jack was amazing, and it was more of what I. I think I may have needed to watch one and just watch it through. You know, just watch one and two. Essentially, that's what it is. It is meant to be seen that way, but it one is the winner. Yes, The Incredibles one. I would is agree the with that completely. There was just so much to it, even though, like, for example, it's more time they expanded on the world. Just taking The Incredibles for The Incredibles, the fact of how did you create a villain? through admiration <laughs> yeah <laughs> through nothing but admiration and it, it and felt denial very, yeah it felt very um it was also very throwback in a sense of like austin powers in the way of slightly everything yeah. everything that you have to create were the villain layer that this is what the villain does that you need the monologue you need this <laughs> it had all of those bits and then there's the classic part that every superhero i mean well mainly front maybe not even on the DC because we could point out the names but you picture a superhero how do you describe a superhero strong built the cape no capes no capes <laughs> why no cape no, no capes, capes. Darling. <laughs> no capes and then you realise that's why you don't go for a cape yeah. like so many different things it just gave you everything it 
as you said, the best Fantastic Four film. And also, in a way, way. it's it's an interesting view, kind of like we have the boys now, a different view of superheroes. This is their life. Like, you could have two sons of the coin of Clark Kent and Superman, Bruce Wayne and Batman, no matter which way, you know, Tony Stark, Iron Man, whichever way. But this shows you, this is a, you never saw this from the Fantastic Four. This is life. This is that. You know, this is superhero life. This is how we feel outside of that life. And all of it was made sense. Like, yeah, I get that. <laughs> yeah. And then when it's like, there's a band. And again, superheroes. Did I ask him to save my life? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, good point. Yeah. It weirdly brought in a lot of interesting things from comic book lore, didn't it? Like, there was an element of having the Sokovia records. Yeah. Do we need superheroes? Yeah, it's like, exactly. Well, well, <laughs> you kind of do. <laughs> yeah. You just as long you have super villains, you need superheroes, yeah. Basically. But then, will the villains exist if the heroes weren't there? Well, in um, this case, um, uh, yeah. Da, da, da. yeah. Exactly. That's why it's clever. Yeah, so much. Great voice acting, too. My favourite, I have to say, is Edna, though. No, darling. <laughs> no, no caps. No caps. No caps. That is one of the most classic lines, though, actually, from the film. Edna is No caps. <laughs> it's so good. All right. Well, we got to go with my worst then, and then we'll do your worst. Okay. My worst is Brave. Why? So you know how I said earlier, there was two things I've mentioned today. There was the one being that I think with Finding Dory, they bitched out. Yeah. Right? You think this one, they just gave in. Oh my God. And the other thing is, they succ- this is another example where they succumb to pressure, whereby Coco, remember I told you I was worried because the trailers weren't that good and you could tell it was... It almost looked in the trailers that they were pushing a bit of a cultural agenda because they were like, oh, yeah, shit, we've been a bit of a white studio here. There's no doubt that Pixar have been a very, very male-led studio, right? And people were putting pressure on them to make a female role. I think they nailed that with Inside Out, by the way. Yes. Three female roles, all leads in that, and they were fucking sensational. Um, Brave feels like... Do you remember the Fantastic Four movie with uh, Michael B. Jordan yeah, and yeah, yeah, all yeah. of that? And it feels like it was two movies just stuck together somehow. Yeah. This feels like that. Because I can tell you, the first 35 to 40 minutes of Brave, completely on board with it. I, I'll be honest, it's always the beginning I remember. No, no, the beginning is good. I love I, the beginning. The beginning is legit good. I'm like, okay, you've basically taken Aladdin's Jasmine and made her Scottish. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, she's yeah. she, dude. She's Jasmine. She's literally Jasmine. You know, I don't want to marry a prince. You know, she she's rebelling. She, it's yeah. the same story for Christ's sake. While I like that, there was still a part of me where like, well, I've been here before. <laughs> I know this story a little bit. Um, but I do like the fact that they, you know, they were exploring Scotland, which is another part of the world which we don't see enough of in movies. So. That was interesting. I liked Merida as a character. Dude, the moment her brother, her, her mother became a bear, I was like, and I am checked the fuck out. Because there's one thing about Pixar, which is clever, right? Whatever they're asking you to swallow as a pill, they set that world up very, very clearly for you. Mm. In Inside Out. We are in the real world and in a human being's head. Yeah. Right? And it's what goes on in the human being's head, which naturally is the supernatural. In Coco, 
We're in the real world, but we are going to be taken into a cultural yeah. myth, right? Yeah. So but they've set the boundaries of this is a cultural myth. In Toy Story, from the get-go, you are in a world where toys breathe. But again, right? coming back to what I said, it's, it's that thought you have as a child. So yeah, yeah, yeah. You have to buy into that. At no point did Brave, in the first 40 minutes, where they were saying to me, like, the important thing here is Merida and, you know, her being a strong, independent woman. The bear thing just feels like, where the fuck did this come from? I I, I get you. I get you. And it's like, hang on. You all listen to this princess. That's my mother. She's a bear. Don't shoot her. Like, speak. Use your words. There is nothing that you have set up in this story so far that tells me that if you were to say, that's my mama, and you know that's your mama, that people wouldn't believe you. Like, for me, it was like, do you know, it felt like such a reactionary movie. It was people going, oh shit, we need to make a female movie. Um, Jasmine, make her Scottish, make her white, make her a redhead. Um, Where Pixar, we need to put some magic in. Mother's a bear. It felt it, so it, it, random. It have this element of um, brother bear for me. It, it's a weird. It was a weird one. It was I like get brother you. bear fucked Jasmine. That's literally what it was, but and I was like, it just didn't feel Pixar. No, it was the opening. I must admit, very much so. It is the opening, the beginning that always sticks to me with this film. And I was like, this is interesting. After a while, you do start, but then I put it down, and I'll be honest, it, it, you make sense. I just kind of thought, well. I'm not the target audience. They can, they can, you know, kids always have this kind of mythology. And again, I likened it to um, Brother Bear and stuff. So I was like, fair enough. This is their story. But when you put it down as a studio, that's a good point. You put it, it down it as a studio. It now, doesn't really happen normally. It doesn't really happen. And what didn't make sense, I go back to this, and I will stress this point. Pixar, and we give them permission to do this because they're Pixar, and they've had that permission ever since they made Toy Story 1, right? Pixar set their rules up. This is the world we're in. These are the rules we're following. Exactly. This is the world we're in. These are the rules we follow. And they always do that within the first 10 to 15 minutes. So the rules of the world are established. What the characters are and are not capable of are established. And whether they gain some new power through character development is a different matter. But these are the rules and the constraints of this so-called universe we are living in. And I just feel like Brave didn't respect its own world. It's like, well, uh, we'll... I get you. No, no, no. And I was like, kudos, kudos. I'll give it to you. I'll it felt it reactionary. Sure. So that's why I'm like, you know what? You do not feel like a Pixar movie. So you are the worst. Fair enough. Fair enough. You're worst. This hurts me. Ratatouille. Yeah, this hurts me. I, why? I, I didn't see Ratatouille from the beginning. Okay. I caught it somewhere and it was on BBC or something around Christmas and I was watching it and I was kind of into it. Yeah. And I actually really like the rat. I don't even know. Remy! Yeah? Really cool that the idea of the cooking and what have you. Yes! Then. And I swear to you, you might be like, no, but dude, it's an animation. But I swear to you, Go it on. got the best of me. You've had, I'm not out to expose you, but I think we've all had it at one point or another in our house. We've had a rodent come to visit. Oh, it's yes. It's not the greatest, right? Correct. Now, when it got to the point that he had to cook for a million... The, the, the big cook-off. And Remy invited the family. And all <laughs> I saw was a horde of rats flowing through the entire kitchen. It gave me a shudder that not many films have done. This is worse than any horror. 
that we've gone through. And I shit you not, I was like, oh, no. I had such a shake that it wasn't cool. I was put off. Honestly, you can laugh as much as you want. And it's one of the weirdest things. I'm like, dude, it's a cartoon. Allow it. You, you like the main rap. What's your problem? But it gave me such a... Don't get me wrong. I've watched Flush Away. Put you off. I've watched Flushed Away. I've watched all of these stuff and I'm down with it. I've watched Chicken Run. I know animals and what have you are different. But that scene where the whole the family just not down just, with the rodenta. And I just, I had a shiver and I was like, this is disgusting. This is back to the kitchen. And it has screwed with me ever since. I've, I've not even watched it twice. And I enjoyed the film. I have enjoyed the film until that scene. And I was like, ugh. It was so like, you put that as worst over something like Cars 2, which bro, you have seen. Because it shook me out. <laughs> the scene that you're meant to love and be like, yeah, go. Yeah, we've seen this in all You were like, oh, no. I was like, no, not uh, Where's the health and safety? Like, ugh. I was ugh out so badly. People can laugh at this. And I have said this and people have laughed before. And I will say it on podcast. It put me in a... Uh, no, no, no. <laughs> and laugh as much as you want, but we are talking now. Do you know why I laugh? Because I think Anya is exactly the same. <laughs> God bless her. I swear to you. Because let's be honest, as much as we love the film, as much as you could just about accept it, and you wouldn't really, if you saw the film that and we're talking about in a reality, you lifted the guy's hat and you saw that he had a rat pulling on the left and right hair, you'd be like, he's a freaky that. fuck. Yeah. Right? But... If more still, you were to open your kitchen door and this guy who's been doing that, right? And for some whistle, I can't even remember what happened. But the rest of the family came in. You're closing that door and you're burning this house down. Call it Seth Rollins. You don't want to know the rest. You will burn it down. You do not want to be there. Call it AJ Styles. You don't want that. <laughs> <laughs> no, you don't. You really wouldn't. And I just, I was like, nah, <laughs> nah. It so the, the one scene wrecked the film. Yeah, it put the shivers in me, and I was like, and obviously it has to, because once. Motherfucker, you're starting to convince me. <laughs> Bro, but think of it, because you're, you're not. I don't want point. to, but you're convincing <laughs> you're me. at this point that you're like, what? What? Legit, they are rats. Well, yeah, rats so in the kitchen. So you they, that. Rats in the kitchen, so you're like, okay, 20's wrong, but one's okay. No, it's not! <laughs> and I hate it because I like the dude, but then I was like, no! <laughs> and I just can't. This I cannot. Fuckers, convince me. <laughs> I just can't do it. It hurt me because he was a cool rat. But I was like, no, he was a cool rat. Listen to you. He was. He, I was down with that rat. It was he... his fam. I didn't like. <laughs> no, but then you're his like, brother had problems, yo. <laughs> but then you're like, nah. Sorry. As cool as you maybe as an individual, I don't want to get to know you. Call me prejudiced, but I don't. You can't come in my kitchen, you, so I can't watch you it. You dirty ratist. <laughs> maybe ratism. No, but. I'm, I'm, I'm fair and I'm honest. <laughs> Clearly. I am not those kind of people. I, I've, we had pet gerbils once because someone donated it to my family. I just about got accustomed to them, but you were in your zone, I was in mine. Yeah? Didn't I'm like not, gerbils either. You're just not down with Rodenta. That's your thing. To be fair, animals. I, in a way, listen to what I'm telling you. I appreciate animal life. Yeah? Mm. I'm not one of those guys who's going to be like, I enjoy chicken. Yeah, I do, but that's not what I'm talking. I appreciate life. <laughs> I don't enjoy chickens, but I do. Yeah, what Carry I'm on. saying is, I appreciate life. But I am Should uncomfortable. Be told you've never been comfortable around my dog either. There you go. You? And he's I... gentle. Oh, he's dead now, by the way. Oh, RIP. Sorry to so I'd literally 
four or five days ago. Very sorry to hear that. Yeah. Very sorry to hear that. Broke me a bit. I can I can tap yeah. a dog in this and the other, but he I'm just... He was gentle, like the gentlest thing. Like He was afraid of his shadow, and I remember you were not easy I'm like, hey, get... my friend Maria. You're going to love this. Maria and Mafalda. Mm. Their dog. Jet black dog called Kylo. My yes. girl. <laughs> right? Kylo's adorable, but it's just like... Tap, tap, move along, please. And uh, It's not in a bad way. And, and I don't want to say this, in the, and I'm not offending anybody's dog when I say this. I tapped your dog, I tapped Kylo. I've had a dog, yeah? No, you but haven't. I did. I, you didn't even know me at the time. It was, we had a lot of robberies in our house. We've got a cover Rhodesian Ridgeback. Name Apollo. You don't fuck with a Rhodesian Ridgeback. Trust me. That's why we brought it. <laughs> you didn't want to mess with Apollo. But, now, I'm just very... Some people are like, really? But there was a side of me that's very... Borderline Howard Hughes and germaphobes. I'm like, I have such a... I need to wash my hand. Like, my hand is very uncomfortable until I've washed it after touching an animal. It, I, it's a very big confession on there. And I, I don't hate animals. I Even the, the occasional pat... And you kick you. puppies, don't you? No. <laughs> I would have to wash my shoes. <laughs> no, oh, shit. No, no, no. I would never. Oh, I would never. shit. I, I would never. I actually find. Well, I ladies actually and find gentlemen, you can find him at the one AJ on Instagram. Comment away. No, no, no. That was a joke. But I love animals for yeah, them Peter to be come in after there. You thinking that's a joke? Tell me about it. No, I've never done it, and I don't intend to. Yet? No, no I don't intend to okay. at all. But it's just that environment. I just respect them in their environment, and I'm in mine. That's just the way I. But am. if it's a pet, they're in your environment. I've had goldfish. I'm cool with that. <laughs> No, but I, 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 I think it's... Do you know what it is? You know stuff come from a young age. My grandmother was inherently scared of animals. She was very... All precocious. animals. Just pets in general. So when they were... No, don't touch that. Be careful. Just you just therapy session. I know. It, it just grew with me that I'm just not the most comfortable. It's just what it is. I could get more into them. Anyway, that's why it's my worst. Ratatouille. We're not, we're not going to the AJ lifestyle. But yeah, Ratatouille more than anything else. Let's be real. We're talking Ratatouille. Rats in the ratatouille. <laughs> yeah. Like, fair play. All right. Apologies for the long run of animals, but Ratatouille was rats in the kitchen. That put me off. <laughs> <laughs> you've kind of, in a weird way, you've kind of convinced me. I mean, it's rats in the kitchen. That's not cool type thing. But yeah. All right. Yeah, fine. Well, my number one, sir. The one that I haven't seen. The one that you haven't seen. Well, halfway through. Wally. Yeah. I think it's, in terms of its scope, in terms of what it was setting out to achieve and what it did achieve. In terms, and the current climate. In terms of the current climate, how fucking relevant it is, and the fact that the attention to detail in this film is off the chain, and the fact that they managed to present... Half the film as a silent film. So far, so good. Yeah, I mean, I've heard musicals and seen him watching stuff on TV, but the rest of it is very. It's Kubrick. He's charismatic, mate. though. He is very charismatic. He's very so charismatic, the little dude. He's got so much life behind those big puppy, puppy, big puppy <laughs> no, eyes. But all of that, I appreciate. Don't get me wrong. I don't hate animals. I like them to that degree. But I'm just, mm. I'm scared to approach. It's a really wonderful love story. It's a huge critique about us. As, I won't spoil this part for you, but you'll see what happens at the end. It's a massive criticism of how sedentary we've become as humans. Do you know one thing that... Wait for that shit to kick in. Do you know where we have um, the universe? 
a Pixar universe. Mm. There was one thing that I thought, you bastards, I wonder if you did or you didn't. So go back to the beginning, mm. and there's a point. What does Wally have? The little ball. What is that? Then the spork. Oh. Exactly. I was like, did you? Because remember he was like between fork or spoon. Yeah. Where did he put it? And he put it on the side. And I was like, shit, I wonder if that's what triggered number four. Forky. Hmm. Could be. Yeah. Interesting theory. But now, in terms of what they were... In t- themes, adult themes, you know, talking about global warming, talking about how we've almost receded, not evolved as humans, and become sedentary and become overly opulent and become uncaring about each other. In terms of, you know, creating an insurmountable love story in hopeless circumstances, in terms of presenting a deep theme through silent film, so it's all pure visual, pure movement, Pixar have never been better. Mm. They've never been better. This is the best achievement of storytelling they've ever done. I was intrigued, and I do want to finish it. Don't get me wrong. I, I wasn't like, oh, fuck, man, this, I'm into it. So I was kind of disappointed I didn't get to finish it. And Up didn't make your list. Um, I've never seen Up. Have you not? Nope. It's meant to be really emotional. It's meant to be a really nice I've film. heard from, well, from what I've heard, the first five, ten minutes are incredible, and then it gets childish. Okay. I saw the end of Up, to be fair. Again, you know when you just catch films halfway? And you I got it the like... Start at the beginning. No, it's not me. <laughs> uh, you come into a house, you see it there. What do you do? Don't watch it. I don't, I, yeah. That's what I'm saying. That's all part of it. I, was like, I don't want to see the rest. But it seemed enjoyable. AJB repping like his t-shirt. Oh, movie's on. Just bring it. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to the great one. Okay. You're one. Well, we know what it is. Yes. I punted it. Franchise or... I, so I was, t- I, I was tempted to, and to be fair, this is why I didn't want to touch the others, because I was like, do I want to do the franchise? But like yourself, if you look at my phone, it did say three. Mm. Because I was like, if I have to pick one, it was that emotional roller coaster where the door should have closed. Yeah, for me, four. it did. Well, I, four does not to be exist. Fair, to be fair, it does more for me than it does for you, because I haven't seen four yet. I've still refused. And I was like, maybe with this Rushmore, maybe it's time to. And I was like, I, I, I'm not ready. Because what, what Toy well, Story don't, done? Don't. What toys? Was number five potentially coming? I don't. What? Know. I'm sure there's meant to be a five coming. No. But Toy Story showed us sibling rivalry, as I've called it. I, I, I thought of, and it showed us the world of toys coming to life. That's what we had in number one. Then number two evolved, and the friendship was there, and it was an adventure, and you know, again, kind of like what you said with Finding Nemo and Coco of what you had and what you have. Yes, you're from that world, but this is your family. And look at who your family is if you were to go back. Yep. Number three was, we, we understand family. We have the family. But it's what does essentially, sounds bad, but Andy is potentially God. You know? He's Andy, gone. yeah, he's all of that. What happens when this, what is the perspective of life now in the evolution? What really happens with you? And honestly... Well, that's the thing, is that you realise with Toy Story that it wasn't their story, it was Andy's story. Yeah. That was the spinneroonie they did on you. It's such a background thing, but it's so pivotal at the same time. Yeah, it's a background thing whereby it's Andy's story. It's not Woody and Buzz's story, this is Andy's story. And that's when it hits you and why it usually makes people cry in number three, because you realise you're Andy. Yeah. Everyone watching that 
is Andy. That's yeah. who we all are. Yeah. And we've all been there where we've given our toys up. And people do you know say how much they hurt? Because I don't think oh. I. Do you know what? And, and uh, agree with me if you can. Disagree if you have to. I don't think I ever willingly gave up any single toy. I nor own. me. Nor me. Nor me. And that is where it hurts because it's like I've been there and I didn't want to. And it kind of you kind of get that with Andy, like it wasn't meant to happen, and it nearly did until the end when yeah he chose to, for you know for the greater good. I never had that choice. No, bro. I and some of the stuff that kill me now, you'd be surprised if you check my potential eBay slash. Well, it's more of an eBay thing or Google searches. Is I'm looking for the 1989 Batmobile, the Ghostbusters Proton Pack, stuff hmm. that I had that I Metal not. Optimus Prime with his fucking back with his. Um, pickup and which opened up and had little teletran in it and you do know, you know how much that shit's going for now in this metal? is the thing if you were to ever show your post remember that thing you threw that's the value that's it there yeah do you know how much it is to buy a power ranger morpher look at it 50 quid upwards and that's one of them there were five power Rangers. bro i had the zords my uncle brought me one, but it was all connected. The most you could disconnect was no, no. the arms. Each, I know the one each, you're talking. Yeah. Each individual pieces. I had the Dragon Zord. I had the, the Falcon. I even had, do you remember Titanus? The white, the yeah, white yeah, fucker, yeah, yeah, which yeah, that's yeah. when they had to boil out the big gun. So you'd have like the Dragon Zord that went inside of Titanus. Like, I had it all. That is thousands of pounds now. Insane. Insane amounts. Fucking tossed out in a car boot sale while I was away. Yeah, people don't appreciate it. It's and, like, oh, my days. You know, there's a guy called Terry Jervis. And this is to any parent listening to us now. Do you know how Terry bought his first house? Selling toys. Sold a comic. There you go. Yeah? So some of these stuff that you think your son or daughter or your, well, your child is out there and you're like, eh, get rid of that crap. Be careful what you call crap. No. Be Bro, careful what you call crap. I ain't telling anyone where I live because you know what I've got in that room next door? Pokemon trading cards. The original Pokemon yeah, trading yeah, cards. Yeah, 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 because we, got, we were there when they first came. Bro, I'm on a gold mine there. No, I, I don't doubt that. I'm sitting on a little gold that. mine there. Charizard Fossil Chiny. I got that shit. Yeah. That card alone yeah, 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 is worth bucks. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. I'm saving that shit for my kids. Big time. And one thing I will say to people who do have these collections and say keeping it for their kids... Let them appreciate the value. Because the sad thing you don't want to do is sometimes it could be for the great grandkids, let alone anything else. Because sometimes it's like, yeah, you know what? Who cares about that shit and just sell it? No, no, no. No. 10 grand is not 10 million. And that's all I'm going to say. Let the time get the better of it. The value can only but increase. Correct. Yeah. Also, if you want a really, really cheap way of getting rich quick, Lego. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Buy those Lego limited edition sets and just don't open them. Yeah. Yeah. Sit on a pile of Lego. Lego's got more trading value now than gold. I'm in terms of that. its increase. It's mad, no, I mad it. thing. I absolutely believe it. Okay. Are you ready? Then, for the two gentlemen in the living room and the thousands listening around the world, ladies and gentlemen, let's, let's get, get ready, ready to rush more! As I said, some will love it, some will hate it. It's here to stay. <laughs> you bought that shit in, man. <laughs> mm -hmm. Do you know what I'm going to fight for? Head above shoulders, above everything. Inside out. I don't... I mean, it's in my top three. I have no argument. I, uh, 
Now, I'm going to say Toy Story, so we just leave it as franchise. Is Mondo, we both sure. said three. It's the franchise. It's one story. Sure, I'm fine with that. Okay. Keep going. I kind of feel The Incredibles. Hmm. Well, I'll tell you what. Let's be fair. I no, no, no. I, I was going to say Wally, but that's, that could be pandering. Um, Why? No, because I'm well. I haven't seen the end, and I don't know. I mean, it's worthy. It's good, but then I'm thinking, has the good dinosaur got a good message? Coco could be an interesting one. To fairly, it's low for both of us, but it's it's my six. Monster. Do you know what's weird with monsters? Mo- yeah, Inc? yeah, yeah. I want to say monsters. Inc. Do you know what I keep thinking? Why have the? It's funny because maybe you don't need to go further, but they only stopped. At, they stopped at two. In, in a world where Toy Story forever seems to want to keep going, Monsters Which Inc. Which shouldn't. Monsters Inc. just stopped at two and they're like, yeah, we're happy. I think there's even an argument to be made that Monsters Inc. should have stopped at one. I mean, if you want a but backstory. Listen, the Monsters honest, University was Revenge of the Nerds. But Monsters, it was also better than when Harry met Lloyd or any other kind <laughs> yes. of backstory film. So they, they didn't suck. You know, they, they, they done well. It just, it could have stopped at one. Yeah, I, I would go with Monsters Inc. I've got a, I've got an issue here. Go. If we go with Monsters Inc. That leaves only one spot left. Right. And there's a massive argument to be made for both Finding Nemo and Wally. Agreed. And I'd argue that they're both better than Monsters Inc. I mean, I, I'm not. I'm not against that. Can I be real here? Yeah. Like this. This needs to be a Rushmore that we cut quick because the reality is, I'm not. They're all fucking great films. Yeah. To be I fair, I don't really once, know how to show a quintessential Pixar. To film. be fair, once you said Toy Story, you've kind of covered quintessential. I'm not being deep. It's, it's, real. it's true. It's true. Inside Out is Tell just very unique in storytelling. I've got Inside Out. You pick Toy Story, you pick one, I pick one, call it that. And I'm going to make Radaf really difficult for you and pick Wally. Yeah, I think I knew you was going to. You got one spot I think I'm going to have to go Nemo. As much as I like Monsters Inc., Nemo is more legendary. It's just... It, Magic. It just is what it is. Nothing against Monsters Inc. Ah, oh, but Sully's history, man. You're cool. Is your spot? I'm just thinking that the, the, to know where the fur movement came from. It, dude, it's your spot. Monsters Inc. Monsters Inc. Damn, as much as I hate. Nemo doesn't make it. <sighs> Shit. Two weeks in a row, AJ. <laughs> radical. Jesus. Didn't want to be that guy. Twice in a row you've been that guy. To be fair, the sequels also ticked it for me. Monsters University outdone um, Dory. Finding Dory. I don't know about that, but anyway. Ladies and gentlemen, the official movie man rush more into Pixar movies <clears throat> in no particular order is... It got a bit louder, I do apologise. Inside Out. 
Our second entry is... Sorry about that one toy story. I'll pay for your table if I break it. Our third entry is... Wally. Our final entry into the movie Mount Rushmore of Pixar movies is... Monsters, Inc. There was honestly no better way to do that. Um, that list could revolve constantly. Weekly. You could make an argument for Coco. You could make an argument for Finding Nemo. You could make an argument for The Incredibles. Cars. Cars 1. 1. <laughs> 1. If you start to go into 2, you will just lose the argument. But Cars was an interesting story, no matter which way you look at it. Hmm. As you said, it's a homage to... A time the only time. one I think that absolutely has to be in there every time beyond question is Toy Story. Yeah, yeah, that that it, it's Pixar. It's the game you changer. Say, you say the name Pixar, you see that. Yes, it's it, it just what it is. It's for, honestly as as great as all the other movies are, and as much as I think that they've made two movies that are better than Toy Story. As far as I'm concerned, Pixar is Toy Story and everything else. Yeah, yeah, it is. And it's, rep- it's represented in the amount of sequels. You know, they, they just know what they've got with that gold. It's the game changer, man. Yeah, Change cinema. One. That's the one. All right. Okay, screeners, thank you very much. Once again, please do spread the word. Let the world know what we're about. We are on Instagram as the Silver Screen Dudes. We are on Twitter, Movie MT Rushmore. So we're everywhere. Just look for the Silver Screen Dudes and do spread the word. Thank you. And until the next time, I am the one AJ. And please be sure to leave that five-star rating on iTunes and share this podcast with all the movie fans that you may know. Podcasts can be found on all iOS and Android platforms. I am Nico Luro. See ya.